The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's happening this week on your favorite soap opera? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, coming to you this week live from the SoapCentral.com igloo here in Philadelphia. It is Friday, and after this crazy week, what better way to kick off the weekend than to sort of sit back, relax, and spend the next hour talking about anything and everything soaps? Just a couple of hours ago, depending upon where you are in the country, my guest this week made her big return to ABC's One Life to Live, where she plays Kelly Kramer. Though she's been away for Landview for a couple of years, she has not been away from daytime. Up until September of last year, you could find her on Guiding Light, where she picked up an incredible two daytime Emmys in three years. Please welcome my guest, Gina Tonioni. Hi. Hi, how are you? <laughs> well, that was a lovely welcome. <laughs> Good, I'm glad. <laughs> Thank now, you for having me. Hello, everybody. Now, let's see. Uh, you know, it's just been a couple of hours since everyone got to see you on One Life to Live. So how does it feel to be back? It feels great. I watched the first episode today. I was amongst friends. We had a wonderful lunch together, and we watched the show together, which I didn't know whether or not was a bad idea or a good idea, and then, you know, I had my husband there with me, so suddenly it was a, a very good idea. <laughs> uh, we had a great time, and, um, you know, it was great. It was really fun watching the show again. It really became very real today. No, I think, you know, soap fans, they think they, they can figure out everything, and I think a lot were surprised that uh-huh. you were not shown as a mystery woman in the last scene of the episode. Uh, for, oh, for today, the episode? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you know what, it's, uh, it's very sort of, it's, it's, it's very sort of, you know, here I am, you know, and it's a, you know, it's a very sort of, it's a quiet episode. You know, it's, it's interesting. I like the way that they're doing it. Now, I think that what was interesting was having sort of a, a, a girl talk session between Kelly and Adriana. Exactly. Yeah, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Did that what make did you it, think about that? You know, it, it was interesting for, I thought, for people who might be tuning in just to see you, it yeah. was a nice little recap uh, yeah, it was. you know, it, was. it sort it's of see how much, in. I had so much. Uh, we call that exposition. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's quite a bit of recalling of facts, which is not you know, it's a funny thing to kind of be able to do that. You know, you sort of like you have to fill in the audience, but at the same time, you have to tell a story. And that see, this is where I have utter respect for the writers because you know, mm-hmm. you know, you, I have friends of 
mine that have never watched One Life to Live. And today, I said, well, what did you think? What did you think of the episode? You know, have I recruited you now for life? Uh, and they said, well, it's very interesting that the episode really kind of recaps exactly mm-hmm. what has been going on for whatever it was in the last six months. And it's nice if I've never seen it before. So I thought that was a positive. Did that make it easier for you as an actress, knowing that your first day at the at the set, you would be doing this sort of recap yourself rather than having to really jump right into, say, craziness. Right, exactly. Uh, you know, I just sort of went with the flow. I just, you know, I thought it's a really smart idea to just come in and, you know, talk to people about where have you been. And I do have to say that um, for, my, for my fiery taste, I think that on Monday, I think folks are really going to like the episodes on Monday and the following episodes. Okay. Uh, because it really becomes much more uh, dramatic in, in a lot of ways. Now it's very light, and now it takes, it takes a sudden turn, I believe, after Monday, so it's kind of nice. Well, there was a little, of, a little foreshadowing. There was, you, you came in, you sat down, and in the background, yes. there was a, a mystery person. And yes. <laughs> you would think that uh, yes. Kelly would know not to take drinks from strangers, just in my head, uh, Yes, yeah, and uh-huh. some ominous music, so I, I don't know. We're, we're certainly not going to, to ruin anything for anybody, but in my head, uh, right. I'm just, I was shaking my head and thinking, uh-oh, look out. Right, yeah, we, had, we have uh, a guy in the background that, <laughs> you know, obviously, you know, you could take a first stalker at first glance, but then you realize <laughs> he's, uh, quite, he's quite smitten with Adriana. And, uh, you know, this is a light moment. That's, you know, sort of one of those luncheons that are, not quite heavy, and, uh, you know, she, she fixes them up. You know, so it's very light, oh. and it's really funny what it does in the next few days. Okay, good. Um, yeah, so I'm psyched. Now, as I mentioned in the opening, it's been uh, a couple of years. It's uh, maybe about eight years or so since you were last right. on One Life to Live. Mm-hmm. Did you know when you left the show that you mm-hmm. would be back one day? Um, you know, no, not immediately, no. Um, but you know, if because I can't really answer anything that you know, I, it's hard for me to answer things quickly sometimes when it comes to, you know, when you look back and and you 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 go through. I think it was seven years there, and then went off and did other things, and then came back to New York. And it, when I when I got married, and you know, kind of looked back and said, you know, what what's the next move? Mm-hmm. I realized, you know, how important it is to me to be able to do what I love. And, you know, I love daytime. And, you know, decided that, you know, we're going to stay here and we're going to look at, you know, see what's here in New York. And and we decided, you know what, One Life to Live is a wonderful option. Mm-hmm. And it, it really, it's a greatest group of people to work with. What a great show. Um, so it really just, it was such an, it was an opportunity. And it's just, you know, it was very easy. Very, very easy. And so then, you know, after I realized, okay, in the summer, you know, what are we going to do? Yeah, then it became very real. It's like, wow, I get to go back, you know, and yet start again, you know? Right. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. So when you did so go back... a long, drawn-out your... version of not at first, but then yes, eventually. <laughs> <laughs> so after going back after all that time, were there any uh, nerves? Were there jitters? Was it excitement? What exactly do you feel after going back? 
Yeah, you know, just the like the adrenaline, just just the adrenaline of working again, you know, and you know, it's a real team effort. Um, these talented people that I work with, whether they're in writing or whether it's the cameraman or lighting or stage direction, it becomes this small team and this production every single day that you go through, and you have directors and. You just put this show together each day and sometimes multiple shows, and it really is an awesome process for me, and I truly enjoy it. And so, you know, when we put the show together and then, you know, they air day in and day out, it really is just a great love for what we do, you know, and I'm not the only one that feels that way. I believe that everybody part of the show, you know, feels that way. Certainly, I think going back and knowing that some of your, your former co-stars were there that you've worked with in the past had to be... Yeah, Cassie DePaiva, Robin Strasser, totally psyched to be working with those guys. Well, what about maybe some folks who you didn't have a chance to work with before or who are new to the show? Was there anyone in particular that you thought, oh gosh, I can't wait uh, and hope that you they know, write the You know what was fun? <laughs> Trevor St. John, our <laughs> lovely Todd. I had many scenes with him and continue to do so, and he's just a lovely guy. He, uh, We work together, and, you know, I work with Roger Howard when right. I first came to the show. We've had now this is our second Todd, our wonderful Todd, and he really makes it his own. And, you know, he and I are having scenes that have to do with when I was originally on the show. So, I mean, you know, it's we do sort of uh, go into an area that is our own. You know, and we really kind of—it's about discovering each other, <laughs> and I think that's what the the viewers, the new viewers, will appreciate, and the old viewers are like, you know, they'll 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 dig it. I hope. No, I think that that makes a lot of sense. So, is it in, in that situation? Since certainly the history between uh, Kelly and Todd was, uh, yeah, there's an extensive history. Is it? There was a history. It was it was a bit limited. My Kelly, my Kelly was a bit limited with Todd. We have we had several scenes that we interacted at the Sun together, but it was it was generally through Blair, you know. So now it's a really fun opportunity to explore those relationships, you know, um, between Blair and Todd and, 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 and sort of what that means for Kelly. So I mean that's kind of I think the direction we're moving in currently. Now, we have an email that just came through on the topic of people who you've worked with. It's from huh? Tina from Virginia, and she writes, If we could just get hold of that handsome hunk, Nathan Fillion, <laughs> the two of you would light up my screen like never before. Well, if I could call Nathan Fillion, <laughs> I would. <laughs> Actually, I, uh, I see Nathan from time to time. He's actually doing quite well mm-hmm. on a, a nighttime television series, Castle, right? Uh, for ABC, and he's doing quite quite well. So I think he's very happy there. But I'm going <laughs> to Tina. I'm going to try. I'm going to send him a note, tell him to come by. But uh, yeah, I think that he was a delight, and he certainly was, you know, a real important part of Landview, and, and uh, he played a great joy. Now, in today's scene, since we're still on topic of your return, you were in Paris. So, obviously, somewhere along the line, you have to make the trip from France to Landview, Pennsylvania. What is going to bring <laughs> Kelly back to Landview? A well, bit. it's a direct flight. It is a direct flight <laughs> of course from it is. Uh, Paris to Landview. I'll have you know. Um... You know, it's basically Dorian. It's, you know, to be summed up, 
Dorian brings us back to Landview. She certainly needs to celebrate uh, quite a bit with Mitch. Uh, there's an arrest, um, mm. so Mitch is getting his due. And basically, the Kramer girls are coming back to be with Dorian. And then at that point, when I get back into Landview, certain other events happen. Uh-oh. And then we see what really keeps Kelly or, you know, what her future plans are regarding Landview, so it's nice. The fact that you mentioned it's it's a direct flight. Is there any place in the world <laughs> that you can't get to via a direct flight from Landview? No, the I answer think so. no. <laughs> uh, and that also includes uh, centuries, uh, preferably BC. <laughs> okay, so you know there, there's been a lot of stuff that has gone on with Kelly during your away time, right? Uh, when you were not there. Yeah, <laughs> there were other Kellys. There were there were two others, and yes, there were two others. I, I'm guessing it's been a long that, time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm guessing that it's it, it must be interesting when you create a role to find out that the role is going to be recast. So when you right. when you learned that One Life to Live was going to bring in someone else or someone's else, what initially went through your mind? Well, I was. Uh, you know, I think I don't even know. I think I was in Los Angeles at the time. Um, I was psyched. I'm like, yeah, good. I'm good. It was a good character. It was the best character. You know, I was very proud of it. Um, but it wasn't my responsibility. You know, sometimes, sometimes I talk about Kelly as if I wrote Kelly. <laughs> you know, and Michael Malone did that, and he did a great job. Um, I feel just incredibly um, loving of this character because it was my first role ever. My first role ever on television, and, um, you know, it's, I don't know, that's how I look at it. It's sort of like a really great experience, and to come back and work with, you know, some of the same great people, you know, it's really, I, I don't know, I think it's pretty darn cool. And some of those great people are the other wonderful Kramer women, and when we come yeah. back from yeah, the break... Iva and Robin Strasser, and I just met Melissa Fumero for the first time. Uh, we did some scenes together today, our first scenes together. Um, you know, you know Laura Bonarigo, you know, just just great girls, you know, and, you know, it was just fun kind of, chat, you know, chatting up with them and, and then to work with them really just it felt like old times. Well, we're going to get some more of your thoughts on that after the break. I can't believe that we're at our first break already. We'll have yeah. more with Gina Tonioni on Soap Central Live after the break. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, 
exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm Dan Kroll, and I am here joined again by Gina Tonioni, who is Kelly Kramer on One Life to Live. And yes, hi, everybody. And before the break, we were just getting up to talking about what has been going on with Kelly since Gina was last on the show. So, you know, there have been a lot of changes. Yeah. I think the biggest one since you were last on the show is that now... Uh, Kelly is a mother. Yeah. Or a mom. Kelly's a mother. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> which is like, you know, such a, a, a tough thing. You know, I mean, that is, um, I have not played a lot of mothers uh, on television, and I, I certainly know many mothers. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's so different because people expect you to, you know, have an attitude about, you know, who you feel about your, you know, your children, whatever it is. And it's, it's, Kelly has never had that. So that is something that was not in the original Kelly, that is in the new Kelly. And uh, that's a nice challenge. How do you think that changes the way? I don't way... have children on my own, if anyone is wondering. <laughs> well, how do you think that that changes uh, the Kelly that we, we knew now that she's a mom? What oh, that you know, it's a huge, I mean, that's a big gap, you know. Um, people remember that uh, Kelly became impregnated by mm-hmm. uh, Kevin's brother. Oh, oh, gosh. And yes, yes, yes. Now, <laughs> when I came back and I read that script, I was like, really? 
And, I mean, that is a lot of drama. That's a lot of drama. And I thought, okay, well, we just can't push that under the rug because I'm mentioning my son quite a bit in the very beginning, so we know that this is a big piece of her. Mm -hmm. And I like that. Um, So we sort of uh, pay attention to, you know, that relationship that she has with Zane, and it's a very close one. He is in secondary school, which means in the United States that would be middle school, approximately. Um, And he is, you know, still kind of young, but he is in a boarding school in London. That is Uh what the history is there. So he is taken care of and in very good schooling. (laughs) Now, you mentioned that certainly that is quite a bit of drama, but something that I think that's always resonated with the viewers is that Kelly has this wacky sort of uh, lighthearted side to her as well. Yes. Is that something that we're still going to see? Yes. Provided the circumstance. You know, I always say that. I'm like, yes, she has that light. You know, she has that light. But she's also not a 20-year-old in the sense that she has, she's grown up and she has wisdom. But that doesn't mean that she still doesn't have that light inside of her. But there's the challenge. That is the challenge. And I think that's why I love this character. Hmm. You know, yeah. she has an ability to, you know, be an adult, but at the same Mm -hmm. time, own who she is and, you know, feel that and feel it. And, you know, I I, I like that. I like giving voice to that. What's more difficult to bring to the screen, the drama or the humor? Say that again? I I didn't quite hear that. Sure. What's more difficult to bring to the screen? Is it more difficult playing the heavy drama or to be funny? Um, to be funny, because I think when you try to be funny, you're just not funny. I've, I've learned that. Hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, when you try to be <laughs> funny, you're not funny. Um, and that's tough to do like 15 times in a row. Um, you know, you, don't, you know what I mean? I mean, I just I really respect somebody who can do, whether it's a film, I mean, you know, a film, and they're funny people, but you know they had to do that about like 10 times. Right. And how do they still think it's funny on the test take? I mean, there's one thing that's funny, you know, immediately, and then to do it ten times, you begin, you know. So I, I admire that, and it, I think it's harder to be funny for me. Uh, you know, I think that it, it's, it's either there or it's not. It's either natural. Yeah, it's either, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well said, exactly. But, you know, you're talking about taking and shooting things ten times, uh, there's not a luxury to do that in the soap world anymore. It seems now that it's... No, there's not. Uh, yeah, I mean... Once and done. It's, yeah, exactly. What you're seeing a lot, which I kind of like, is on daytime, it's, it's not as rehearsed as I think some people think it is. And uh, it's just not. You know, there's just not enough time. So um, what you see is a lot of just raw talent, you know, talent, in the sense that these people are great actors. You know, I mean, they don't have much time with the material, Hmm. And it's material, you know, and, and it's, they bring such life to these characters. So I just think it's a great thing to watch. How different is that, is the way that things go down at One Life to Live now, how different is that from, say, when you first joined the show? Well, faster, um, which means I'm getting older. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that, but um, everything's faster. Everything's faster every day, whether it's our computers, it's our 
television, it's our media, everything's faster. And, you know, and, and we know that. And, and it's still so um, challenging and entertaining. But, you know, there's obvious issues. You know, you just you have to really be as effective as you can each day. Do you think, uh, certainly, moving, which uh, for folks who don't know, One Life to Live yeah. is moving down the block. There'll be a big uh, right. to-do. But uh, you're moving down the block to All My Children's Old Studios. I I'm, I'm right. would think that that's got to uh, maybe breathe some new life. There's more space. There's a whole more lot of space. fun stuff. Yeah, I think that's really, I mean, it's really great for the actors. It's really great for the um, you know camera crew and, and the production team. Um, and I think the show itself will have uh, a bit of a new energy, you know. I mean, I, I hope a whole lot, and I think that the viewers will see something. It'll be interesting to see if they notice. Right. Um, I read in your interview on ABC, uh, I'm thinking about the new move, you said that <laughs> you have to buy a new couch for your new dressing room. Oh, my gosh, you're such a good listener. <laughs> is this a... Yes, I must have said that at our luncheon. Is this a superstition? Is this uh, just out with the is old, this, in with the new? What? Is it a superstition, or is this out with the old, in with the new, or... Uh... Uh, wherever I go, I buy a new couch. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say it's a superstition, but it is a sort of rule of thumb that uh, where I go, I clear out the old. And okay. I bring in uh, the new, if I can, and, uh, you know, it's, it will work that way, and I get to go pick out a new couch and whatever, you know, furnishings I need for the dressing room just to kind of keep things just quiet and nice, and I like that, you know, I like kind of making it my own space. Is it an excuse to go shopping? <laughs> yeah, it is, and you get to go, you know, do we want a sleeper sofa, or do we want a regular sofa? <laughs> I am going to go with a regular sofa, because uh, they're actually much more inexpensive, so, uh, you know, I like that. Um, you know, it just it's a very small space, but it's my office space, it's where I go every day, and uh, get myself ready, and have my breakfast, and, and chill out, maybe go over my script, um, and, you know, make it cozy. I'm in there about, you know, for a full day, it'd be 12 hours. Uh, you're not in the room for a total of 12 hours, but you go in and out and you tape and then maybe do other episodes and you're there for uh, quite a day if you're doing quite a bit of work, which pretty much at this point everybody does. When they come in, they really cover a lot of material when they come in. You, know, you mentioned the luncheon. Uh, for listeners who do not know, uh, there was a big Kramer Women luncheon back in... Yeah. January and it was it was just a room full of of wonderful God, was that in January goodness gracious it was it was uh, the day before uh, the first edition of this show so it was uh, January seventh I want to say right 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 um, it, but you know let, let's which was really lovely I really was, I kind of felt like oh this is so lovely you know sitting around and um, we love our soap fans I just love everyone who's listening tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am so thrilled that you are listening and you're following uh, daytime. So that's my little shout-out to everybody. They're so, so loyal uh, and so passionate. God bless them. God bless you. I know, and I read, you know, the official, uh, One Life to Live has an official Facebook page that people could come in and and write in and tell us your comments, and I welcome your comments. Whatever you have to say, please be nice. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, You know, because it's nice. You get to to hear. You get to hear what they're feeling. 
Now, we have in this segment, we have just a couple of minutes, but let's talk about the women who were at the luncheon. It's sort of like, a, a, I guess, a word association version here. Yeah. Uh, okay. Kristen Alderson, who plays, of course, Star. Oh, my God. When did you grow up and become such a vision of beauty? <laughs> she was, yeah, she was not even what? a young woman. Oh, my goodness gracious. What a lovely spirit. What a lovely, lovely spirit this person is. And uh, I know her mother, and she just is so gorgeous. And when you see me light up and I see Star, uh, Gina is lighting up because I see Kristen. Um, I just am so, just so shocked. And, and it just is lovely. What a great girl. Hmm. Cassie DePaiva. Do you ever age? <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, she looks the same. And she's just skinny, and she eats Captain Crunch. <laughs> I know she does. And she's such You've seen work evidence? She does. She does Pilates. She works very hard. Um, but, I mean, she just is from good stock, that one. Robin Strasser. Hi. That's all I can say. Oy vey. Oy vey. That one, yeah. I mean, she's just um, uh, a love of mine. I feel like she is... Um, family. Hmm. That's all I can say. I, I, I react to her as if she's my family. I mean, she's just a very cool, I mean, very warm, very loving. Um, I care about her. She's just a great lady. We will have more of Gina Tonioni's thoughts about her Kramer Women co-stars when we come back from the break, and we'll be taking your calls on Soap Central Live. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans. Are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Haiti has been hit hard by a deadly earthquake. Destruction is everywhere. Tens of thousands are feared dead and hundreds of thousands are homeless without food, water, and basic necessities. Save the Children is on the scene, but your support is urgently needed to help us save lives. Please give as much as you can now. Call 1-800-SAVE-THE-CHILDREN or go online at savethechildren.org. You can even donate $10 right now by texting the word SAVE from your cell phone to 20222. Please give now. 
Once upon a time, there lived three energy hogs. Now, an energy hog is what you have when humans waste energy. One day, the three energy hogs set out to find themselves a cottage. Let's look for leaky windows, said the first energy hog, for he knew that would waste energy. Let's look for leaky doors, said the second. Let's look for a swing set, said the third, for he had more blubber than brains. So they set off down the road. Presently, they came upon a tiny cottage where dwelled a clever girl named Dreadylocks. I hope it has leaky windows, cried the first energy hog. I hope it has leaky doors, cried the second. I hope it has a bathroom, cried the third, for only his brains were smaller than his bladder. But Dreadylocks liked playing cool games at energyhog.org. And from energyhog.org, she learned how to use energy wisely. So the three energy hogs were forced to look elsewhere to waste energy and had to use the disgusting restroom at the gas station down the road. And the moral of the story is, to use energy wisely, log on to energyhog.org or waste not, hog not. This public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. I am chatting with Gina Tonioni, who plays Kelly Kramer on ABC's One Life to Live. And before the break... Before the break, we were talking about these fabulous Kramer women. And, you know, when we talked at the luncheon, you know, you explained this to me, but I think it's so interesting to get your, your insight on this. What do you think is Kelly's role among the Kramer women? Um, you know, I think Kelly's going to tell the truth. I think Kelly is going to tell the truth, and I think that um, even when she needs to do something to avoid the truth, for good reason, she'll become uh, the voice of reason, you know, the voice of truth, hmm. I, if that makes sense. And I know that sounds like a very deep answer to, uh, to soap opera, but I really love these characters you know, that we see on One Life to Live. You know, they really represent ideas. Mm-hmm. And they represent people. And they represent circumstances that people get lost in, in the sense that, not lost, they don't lose themselves, but, you know, something to follow. And uh, that's the entertainment. And I love that. You know, so she really is the voice of truth. Hmm. Well, you know, you're, you're not the only one, obviously, who loves these characters. There are fans yeah. who love the characters, too. And oh, good. We have Matt, who is calling from Queens, who would like to maybe have a question or two for you. Matt, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? You are on. I have two comments. First, to you, Dan, I want to thank you so much. This is such an awesome thing to be able to talk to these people. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so thrilled. Thank you so much. And that thanks goes to you for the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And, Gina, I have to tell you, you're, you're one of few people in this world who makes me eat my words. (laughs) 
Oh. When, okay, really? Well, let's get, can, can, well, can you give me an example with that. Well, let me tell you, because I was both, a, well, I am a, still a One Life to Live fan, but I was a huge Guiding Light fan. And okay. I, I absolutely loved Dinah. I loved Wendy Moniz's Dinah. And when you left OLTL and came on, you know, as I said, how in the world is she Dinah and Kelly? They're so different. I don't know how she's going to manage this. You were awesome. And, and there are not a lot of actresses. I think that a lot of actresses get pin, pigeonholed into specific types of characters. And I think Dinah, especially the old Kelly, the, you know, the original Kelly, you, right. and right. Dinah were very the first different. first one you saw. Huh? The first one you saw, yes. Well, you. When you, when you first, I, I think when Kelly was first on, when you were first playing Kelly, and then Dinah, the two characters are very different. And they so are. I was like, wow, you really, you really came in. You made me a believer. You were absolutely awesome as both. Oh, I just said uh, thank you. That makes me feel really good. That means I did all my homework right. Well, you, I mean, really. And, and they're so I did my different job. characters. The characters are so different. And I think you, you came in and made Diner your own. Now, my question, though, do you yes. think Kelly now, having mm-hmm. been through things that she's been through, do you yes. think that, and of course now you would know because you've come back to the road, do you think Kelly is more like Dinah now, or would you say they're two still very different characters? That's a good question. That's a really good question. These are the good questions um, on Soap Central Live. They're not, uh, they're not easy. Gosh. <laughs> What's that, Dan? The, the, these, the, we don't ask easy questions here, so... Uh, <laughs> and I, you know what I like about it? They're kind of deep. <laughs> I dig it. It's very cool. Um, they're different. Uh, I have to say, Kelly um, probably uh, is just one of the lightest characters that you could... And when I say light, that doesn't mean not a heavyweight in the way that she feels... You know, she's a heavyweight because she's sensitive, but she has light around her, and I love that. Mm. She, I fell in love with that. You know, when I when I was young and, and, and auditioned for the part, I thought it was just such a fast. I, you know, I went. I was in school in California. I was a young girl, and I auditioned uh, for Kelly Kramer when I was a, I was in I was in college, and uh, I was fascinated. By her and I was auditioning a lot, but I also was going to college at the same time as a young girl. You know, I didn't know if I wanted to act or, you know, go into you know some other area. And anyway, I, I found Kelly, and she was just this light character. So she'll always have a lightness that Dinah was not quite. She Dinah had a different type of thing, and so the two are very different. And I'm glad that you see that. You know, that makes me feel happy because that means that you know I. I I'm uh, trying to make them different. I don't want to make them too alike. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Matt, for your call. We you still there? I think. He... Nope, I think we, we were. Dan? I think so. So, you know, we're, we're talking about guiding light uh, since since Matt brought it up. Now, when you and I last talked, uh, you said something that was really interesting to me. And you compared the end of Guiding Light to a graduation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which was profound yeah. to me. What's that? Sorry, say that again. It, it was very profound to me uh, oh, to compare that. Yeah, that's, um, that's how I always said it was. It was sort of, um, you know, the, the group, uh, as we said goodbye to, uh, to our fans at Guiding Light for 72 years, 
um, the 72-year-old show, um, you know, it felt like we were the graduating class. We were the last group of people uh, that, you know, held those characters and, and were a part of this great history. And hmm. I thought that was pretty cool, and I just looked at it as if uh, it was our graduation. So looking back at your time, you were, of course, on Guiding Light for a little over five years. What uh, memories do you take away from being on Guiding Light? Just a great group of actors, people who love the, the art of acting. A lot of that came from um, Kim Zimmer. Uh, she Obviously. is, right. at her heart, uh, a performer. She is fantastic with people. Uh, she is a truthful person. You know, she she is uh, a, a lovely lady, and um, that was in her Riva, mm-hmm. and that touched me as a person. And working with her, and, and and whether it was Ron Rains or Robert Newman, Liz Kiefer, uh, you know, um, we just had such great people around us, and they they meant a lot. I was very close with these people, and you know, we we loved our show. We did, and it was five years, but it was a good five years. Now, on the topic of that, we have uh, a Justin from New Jersey who emailed in and wanted uh-huh. to know if you keep in touch with any of your former GL co-stars. Oh, I sure do, yeah. I definitely do. Beth Ellers, Ron Raines, Kim Zimmer, Tom Pelfrey. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think that something that you know maybe folks don't realize, in addition to people who were tuning in, to talk about One Life to Live and who are excited that you've come back to One Life to Live, there are certainly, of course, people who were Guiding Light fans who are tuning in to listen to you because you're a, a, a link to their show that they have loved and unfortunately lost. But, you know, this is a great chance. Some of them haven't found their, their next show to tune into. So right. we have about uh, three minutes or so till break. So how, let's give the, the GL fans who are listening a, a Reader's Digest condensed version of Kelly Kramer so maybe yeah. they can get caught up and, uh, and, and tune into One Life to Live. Well, I was talking to another caller before, and uh, we were talking about similarities and differences between characters. What you loved about Dinah, you know, that, you know, that sort of thing, that, you know, that honesty, I think we see in Kelly. <laughs> um, I, come watch the show. We have Jerry Verdorn, who used to play my dad on Guiding Light. A little weird. <laughs> um, love it. Uh, this show is hip. This show is hip, and the ABC lineup is great. You know, um, you know, I I like this show. I really, really want to hear what folks think. Um, you know, we just, we, we have so much fun doing it, you know, and it's just, it's, if you liked Guiding Light, this, this is a wholesome show, come over at least and, and check it out and uh, tell me what you think. Now, we, as I mentioned, we are coming up to the break, but how is this for a teaser? After the okay. break, we will be talking to Gina and asking her for uh, romantic Valentine's Day tips and the perfect thing to do. It's relevant, the perfect thing to do on a cold, snowy winter's day. So stay tuned for those answers and more of your calls with Gina Turner. Love your calls. Make sure you call in. On Soap Central Live. Talk. 
talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. What I want to be when I grow up by Johnny Mark. Dad, it's John. I got the promotion. We'll call him John Jr. You'll speak over 500 million words in your lifetime, but none of them will be as important as the words you use to tell your six-year-old he has cancer. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Can you imagine a technology that takes human consciousness to the next level? One that reveals a new understanding of what is valuable and possible in the abundant support of life? The truth is, we already have that technology. We simply need to awaken to it and become the value it creates. For more about this, please tune in to Awakening Value, Shamanic Technologies of Consciousness and Success with host Marty Spiegelman. Awakening Value is live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time, the number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. It may seem hard to believe it, but we are in the last segment with Gina Tonioni. Uh, Hi. Of course, she is Kelly Kramer on One Life to Live. So, you know, we're in the last segment here. Uh, I'm going to uh, let you be host. Let's, uh, anything that we need to talk oh, about. Let this. me be host. <laughs> anything that we need to, uh, you know, make sure that we talk about before we get time runs away on us here. Okay. All right. Um you know, I just, I keep wanting to, you know, just thank the fans. They just, you know, the fact that they are listening and care and watch, uh, we really are thankful, and I want you to know that. Do you think that, 
I think that the networks now understand how passionate the fans are. Not that they, they didn't in the past, but certainly it's so much easier now to, to go onto the Internet, uh, to go onto Facebook, to go onto Twitter, and see that yeah. there's so much conversation uh, about these soaps. I know. Um, and we always want it to be, you know, I guess what I'm, you know, what I'm trying to wrap my head around is, you know, who are you? Who are you and what do you think and why do you like these stories? And, you know, uh, tell us what you feel about it. You know, I kind of like that. I think because it helps put a face to uh, the following, you know. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's daytime programming. It's, an, it's, it's, you know, something that's on your, your TV for one hour a day. And it's different. It's not the 80s anymore, although, you know, we love the 80s. You know, things are different. <laughs> Love the 80s. Um, things are different, and that's fascinating to me. You know, who's watching now? You know, uh, I don't know. I started watching, you know, Guiding Light was my first soap opera that I was ever introduced to, and I think I was nine years old. Hmm. Watched with my grandma, you know, when I came home from school, and, you know, and I was young, and, you know, we just watched TV together, and we loved it. We absolutely loved it, and, uh, you know, that was something that we shared. I think so many people, uh, certainly when, when Guiding Light went down to Orlando and did their, their on-location stuff, there were you know, families of four, three, four, I think one case five generations, where you know, this is how the, the, some family heirloom, I guess, it, it's, it's something that can be passed along, the soap opera, at no cost. Yeah, yeah, and they came down to see us, you know, and... Um... It's almost like, you know, long-lost friends. You know, you sort of like, wow, you, you know, you watch a show, and what do you think? And, you know, people have these great stories. They said, you know, this happened and that happened, but I watch your show every day. And every day I listen to your show, and I watch those episodes, and something made a difference. And I saw something in my life that reflected what your character was doing, and it mm-hmm. brought me through. Or it helped me think about something other than my own life for that day. And I liked it. And that's what I got from saying goodbye to folks um, that came out to see us in Atlanta, uh, Las Vegas, Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You, know, on, you know, saying goodbye to the folks at Guiding Light. They said thank you. You know, it meant a lot to us. We don't know what we're going to do without that hour each day. And that just was, you know, that filled my heart. You know, that meant we did what we were supposed to do. And, uh, you know, and I don't think anybody liked to see that show go off the air. Uh, I, I don't think anyone. You know, it still hurts to even talk about it, you know. Oh, absolutely. But that's because I care about it, and <laughs> I guess I should. It's my job. <laughs> you know, it, I Anywho. think so many people do care about the shows. It's, you know, it's five hours of time that uh, fans are committing, and, and right. that's a lot, especially in, in today where people don't have the time. The fact that they want to spend five hours with you Every week, uh, must hard. feel good as an actor. It does. It feels like a blessing to me. I always thank God. <laughs> I always thank God that He gave me something to reach so many people in such a short amount of time. I am blessed um, that I can do that. If I make them laugh or cry or yell at the TV screen, I'm I'm happy to share. <laughs> well, we actually have we have a, a couple of minutes for one more caller. Oh, good, 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 good. You're bringing out the guys. We have Dean on the line, also from New York. Dean, you're on the air with Gina Tonioni. Uh, hi, Gina. Hi. 
Oh, that's great. Um, how does it feel working with Ron and Frank? Um, I just feel there's a great, a great cast right now of people on this show. It's just really, really exciting. It's almost like classic soap again. A lot of exciting possibilities. I'm curious. Um, I never felt that you really had your really equal um, romantic interest when you're on Guiding Light. Not someone really, sorry, like up to your level. And I'm wondering, uh, what, Tuck Watkins, will he be in the picture with you? What's the plan? I mean, uh, I'm just really, really excited to have you on um, when I live at this time. There's just so much good stuff on the show right now. It's just uh, a wealth of riches. Well, thank oh, you, it's Jean. so great. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that you connect to it. I just think that's wonderful. Um, yep, I work with Tuck in the following Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, we have great scenes together. Um, he is just a, a wonderful actor and so funny, so, so funny. Um, what do you love about the show? I'm just curious. I get, I'm going to have to turn the tables on you now. What do you love so much about One Life to Live? One Life to Live is so beyond hip. I, it, it's shocking. I mean, it, it just yeah, um, shocking. It's current, right? It's so current. It, it, it just um, the cast and the the cultures that uh, having the gays represented, Hispanics, blacks, everything. It just feels like well, being in New York, it just feels like it's a little snapshot. It could be like a Boston. It, it's kind of got that really, really current feel representing all different, you know, types and cultures, and that's really important. The humorous aspect, they really kind of do a little bit of camp, a little bit of suspense, um, topical issues. Um, uh, just um, just really exciting talking to you. And just like, I, I just feel like that the show doesn't in, in, insult the intelligence of the audience, uh, you know, of us. Um, sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, I they're, just, they're um, definitely paying attention. just praying that you're going to come back. Cause I'm thinking, God, Frank's there, Ron's there. I'm like, you know, can they really get another top-notch <laughs> caliber, like, you know, performer? I mean, you've just got so many. It's just like the list is endless. Everyone's really oh. top-notch in the show. I'm just thinking, where, what are they going to do with you? I mean, where will you be best utilized? Will Tuck stick around? Could it be a long-term story? You know, right. um... Well, right. Dean, well, I think all me... of it's possible. And, it, you know, it's lovely that just the fact that you're watching... Uh, and I love I love to hear people, you know, what they're thinking. I think it's so important, you know. I, that's why I ask you, you know, what do you care about? What do you all care about? Tell me what you like to see. Tell me why you like to see it. None you of know? the women I are stupid. Want to know to too. This is amazing. <laughs> There's not stupid policemen. The cops aren't dumb. The women aren't. We are, uh, thank you so much, Dean. I, I don't want to uh, get cut off here at the end of the show. Oh, we are, sorry, can you, Dean. Can you believe it? We are almost out of time. Oh, bummer. There well, is, we got to do this again, Dan. Oh, absolutely. There, there feels like there's, there's so much uh, more to talk about, and, and the fans, obviously, we couldn't get to everybody who wanted to get in to talk to you. So we have um, maybe about 30 seconds or so before we have to sign off. Uh, yeah. Let's let you reach out and give the fans one last message. Obviously, they know that you're, you're listening to them. Yes, I'm so listening to you, and goodbye, Dan. We, uh, D- Dean, rather. <laughs> not Dan, not you're not yet. getting rid of me that <laughs> easily. <laughs> goodbye, Dean. Uh, you know, it was great talking to you. Thank you, everybody. Call in. Right, do whatever you got to do to tell me how you feel. I just want to hear. <laughs> I'm having a great time. Thank you. And, you know, I love doing it for you. Be good. One Life to Live airs weekdays on ABC. And, of course, you can catch same-day repeats, and there are weekend marathons on SoapNet. 
And if you don't have SoapNet, you can actually now watch all episodes on abc.com. And, of course, if all else fails, we have 15 years' worth of daily comprehensive recaps on SoapCentral.com. I want to thank my guest this week, Gina Tonioni, for stopping by. Uh, certainly hope that you will come back again, and uh, we could easily go on for another hour. I so, think we go another hour. Absolutely. Uh, until next week, I want to thank everyone for listening and everyone for supporting not just me, but soaps in general. I'm Dan Kroll signing off for Soap Central Live. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.